welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to another episode of the world-famous Bottom of the Stream podcast, where we are on a never-ending quest to find hidden gem movies at the bottom of the Netflix stream. We are indeed. How are you, Nick? Great. Yeah? Excited? Yeah. Good. I am excited. Nick's excited because we're about to talk about a movie called Finder's Fee. Yeah. Finders Fee came out in 2001, which is, like you said in the wave, this is not an area of time we've ever really explored before. I feel that this is a bit of a blind spot in in terms of bottom of the stream Netflix stuff. Yeah. You might have movies from this era, like Hollywood movies yeah. or whatever, but... But a lot of our bottom of the stream stuff, it's more recent. Yeah, it's, it is. It's the last 10 years, isn't it? Yeah. I know we've done some stuff that goes way, way back, back, but yeah. I feel like early 2000s is an untapped time period I agree. for us so far. Well, it was until now because this came out in 2001. Uh, it's a 15. It runs for one hour and 40 minutes. And is I was going to say, and is a Netflix original because I always say that, but it, this isn't this week. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, not a Netflix movie. Uh, this movie stars Eric Palladino. He plays Tepper. Uh, you might know him if you were a fan of TV around the early 2000s. He was in a lot. He was in I ER. I kind of recognised him. He was in ER for the first two seasons, and then he didn't think his character was being used, so he quit. Right. Um, then he was in Suits for quite a while. Um, he's in U571. The, I have seen the, that. Um, yeah. Submarine movie. And interestingly, he has the same birthday as you. Oh, there you go. Born on May the 10th. Um, slightly a little bit more famous since this movie came out. Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. Yeah. Um, he plays Quigley. Um, most famous probably for being Deadpool. Uh, amongst other things. Amongst loads of stuff. Since uh, the early 2000s, Ryan Reynolds The has town worked. of Wrexham. Yes, he owns Wrexham. Um, Ryan Reynolds has pretty much worked consistently since this movie came out. Yeah. He's never, never not doing something. Um, this movie also stars a guy with a fantastic name of Dash Mishok. Know him? Uh, I recognised him. And I want to... Yeah, I, I, I will get to him in a minute. Okay. The reason I picked him out... Because he sent me down a rabbit hole Okay, the on reason, YouTube. The reason I picked him out in these three above some of the more famous people in this is because he's been on the show before. Has he? Yes. He is in Before I Wake. Was he? Yes. <laughs> With Jacob Tremblay. Okay. Um, that's the only reason I picked him out. He's most famous. He was in Ray Donovan. He was one of the brothers in Ray Donovan. I most uh, recognised him from Romeo, uh, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo yeah, and Juliet. Yeah, he was in Romeo and Juliet as well. Where right. he played... I think it's Mercutio. Yeah, you might be right. He's, he's yeah, Hawaiian shirt, blonde guy. Uh, yeah, and he, but he's done a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Should I tell you why why they sent me down a YouTube hundred percent? So I started watching this movie, and I was like, oh, that's the guy from Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, and I was like, what else do I know him from? I know I know him from a lot of other stuff. What else do I know him from? I've got something in the back of my mind that I can't quite pull out. So I, I, I did the old thing, Googled him, Wikipedia him. I was like, ah, that's it. He was in an Alanis Morissette video <laughs> in the early 2000s. Okay. And it's a really good music video. I think the song's so pure and they just dance right. together. But they do all different styles of dance all the way through this video, video. So they go from like the 20s to the, you know, they do Fred Astaire. And it's just the two of them dancing. That's all the video is. They're both okay. really good. And then... I just spent half an hour watching Aladdin's Morris videos. <laughs> and then got into some where she was doing like live stuff in like the pandemic yeah. in her living room. Right. And she still got it, that, that lady. I would love to see 
Alanis Morissette like. Do you know what? I think she's one of, I've been lucky enough to see most of sort of my biggest musical influences live, even if it's only one. Yeah. And she is one who I would, I've never seen live. I, I would love to see her live. I would as well. Yeah. Didn't she, am I imagining this or was she going out with Ryan Reynolds back in the day? That's the loop yes. back into this movie. So she, yeah, her and Ryan Reynolds were together for I, a couple of I years. I thought they were. Yeah. Okay. Does, I don't know if that means like all oh, Canadian, famous all Canadians, Canadians going out with up. But yeah, her and Ryan Reynolds were together and that was, yeah, that was the I end of the I wonder if that's the, the connection of how she met Dash Mahawk. Yeah. Really yeah. Interesting. So that, yeah, that music video was, I was a year after or two years after this. So I'm not sure on the overlap there, but yeah, possibly. Interesting. There uh, we and, go. And before we do start, there are, we can't not mention James Earl Jones is in this movie. He is indeed, yeah. But he would have been the third one I mentioned had Dash Mihawk not been <laughs> on this show before. Uh, Robert Forster's also in this movie. Like, so is Matthew Lillard. So is Matthew Lillard. And this movie never had a cinematic release. It didn't ever have a cinematic release. It was a straight movie. to DVD movie. It was. And in some countries, it only came on DVD last year. Wow. So, yeah, really It's a hard to find movie. It is. It needs, it hasn't been remastered. No. It's still in like four by three. It looks the, shit. It looks terrible. It's the so sound grainy. is terrible. The, the, the sound, I had to turn my TV right up to hear what they were even saying. Yeah. It doesn't look great. Yeah, I, I have the subtitles on. Do you know who wrote and directed this movie, Nick? Yeah, I do, because because <laughs> because of my rabbit hole, I was like, this there's actually loads behind this movie. It's really strange. So, but go on. This you, movie was written and directed by how do you say his name? Jeff Probst. Yeah, who's been the host of Survivor in America for twenty odd years now. Yeah, he, yeah, he wrote and directed this movie. Never wrote in a movie before. Never wrote a movie since. Never directed a movie before. Never directed a movie since. He just thought, I'm gonna write this movie. Got it made. Made it himself. Then went on to just carry on doing what he was doing with Survivor and has been doing ever since. So weird. Yeah. It is so strange. What a little weird find we found it is. here. Robin it's a real pulled us a little curio, cu- isn't it? It is. It's a real curious movie. Shall we talk about it and find out if it's any good? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's crack on. Before we do, I'm going to pull the blind down because I don't like doing this when it's dark outside and we've got the lights on. No. People can see. Not that there's people out there, but it just makes me, makes me self-conscious and I don't want to be self-conscious. Do you have a one-word review of this movie, Nick? I've stuck to my one-word review task this week. You've only got one word? Yeah. Go on. Darth Vader versus Deadpool. That is not one word, <laughs> but also great. What else could it be? <laughs> yeah. What else could it be? What? A, yeah. Forget Deadpool versus Wolverine. <laughs> Let's have Deadpool versus Darth Vader. Where's this movie start, Nick? I, I have my first words are this looks so cheap <laughs> exactly what mine are it's, well. it's a gutter it felt like an a early ra- episode of Seinfeld rain falling in the gutter yeah there's, there's a rainy New York street so in fact it was so grainy and, and crap that I couldn't really tell what I was looking at no. at first <laughs> uh, but then I realised we're looking at a, a roadside we're looking at a gutter and there's a wallet on the floor there is indeed it's outside a man's apartment because he walks past it Notices it, picks it up, and takes it inside his apartment. Yeah. Um, on his way, this is Tepper, our main character. We don't know that at this point, but that's who it is. On his way up to his apartment, he checks on an elderly neighbour who lives next, who lives like across the corridor from him. Oh, and, and I recognise this lady as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I've not written it down. I can't remember her name. But the, this is the same lady who plays uh, the, the grandma in Happy Gilmore. And oh, she's okay. in loads of stuff. Okay, interesting. Um, she. She's okay. She's a little bit 
She's gone a little bit batty. She's in her old age. She thinks somebody's stealing her mail. Yeah, Tepper's like looking after, not looking after. But he looks out for her. He checks in on her every so often. She thinks somebody's stealing her mail from her kids because the kids have stopped writing to her for some reason. Um, But they're obviously not. That's low-key dark, isn't it? (laughs) It is quite low-key dark when you think about it. Um, He gives her a butterfinger. (laughs) (laughs) And goes back to his apartment. Um, When he gets there, there's a a lady inside his apartment. Yeah, it's his girlfriend. This is his girlfriend. Carla. I'm not sure if she had two names in this. Because I'm sure at some point somebody called her Gloria. (laughs) Maybe. But you're right, her name was Carla. Um, He's preoccupied. He is. He doesn't... He seems distracted. He's not very nice to her. No, he's not very nice to her. He's not a very nice guy. Um, But yeah, he does seem... He's all over the shop, Tepper is, to be fair, in this movie. He is. He doesn't seem... He doesn't seem... He's basically trying to shoo her out the door. Yeah, he's trying to get rid of her because he's got some boys coming around. Yeah, it's boys' poker night. Yeah, it is. But then he's also, later that night, going to go out on a date with her. Yes. There's this sort of (laughs) conversation, which it feels like we're... We could have done with a bit more background because they're sort of talking in circles about, oh, it's a big night tonight. Yeah. Can't wait to see you later. And I was like, why is he double booked himself? Yeah, it does seem really strange. He's having this poker night and then he's taking her out. Something's going to happen. But Um, she seems to know something's going to happen. Yeah. But they never say, oh, it's our fifth anniversary. or No. It's probably just because the script's not. The script's not great. It's not not a great script. Or, Or something dropped out in the edit. I don't know, but... He's going to take her out later on, but he doesn't want to see her now. Yeah. And something's going to happen later on, but that she, they're both aware of, but we don't acknowledge yeah. at this point. However, he does hide a ring box. He does. In his poker equipment. Yeah. It's like a, it's got a box with chips and stuff in. Um, just before she leaves, she checks her winning lot, uh, winning lottery numbers, <laughs> her lottery numbers to see if she's won and she hasn't. Yeah. She write, and she writes them down on the back of an envelope. A bit of paper. Yeah. And then she leaves. Um, this is where I put this movie looks so old. Um, and then I realised this movie is quite old. 23 years ago is quite a long time. Um, and then he remembers that he found this wallet in the street just after she leaves. It f- kind of falls out of one of his bags. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So he tries to call... There's a, no photo ID in it. There's no ID in it at all. There's nothing in it to identify whose wallet it is. But in the back of the wallet is a guy's phone number. Yeah. And it says Victor and then it's got a phone number. Um, so he calls this number. Wait, well, it's got a, a a name in it. It's got Avery Phillips, like a fire yeah, fireman's like car- membership card. Yeah, he's like it? a member of the fireman's so, union. Or yeah, something. so first he rings the exchange. Yeah, because obviously it's two thousand one. You haven't yeah. got a phone. You can't Google. You can't do Google. So and they say no, we've got no listings. For yeah, we don't know anyone who this like guy is. So then he finds this number in the back for Victor. So he calls this number, leaves a message. And, so, and he basically says, look, I found this guy's wallet. I don't know who you are in relation to him, but if you know him, it's got your number. here's it. my number. Here's my address. address. Send him around or get him to call me. What I thought was quite interesting was the number that he called, Victor's number, and then he left a number for Victor. And there was like three digits different. Yeah. It was like 555-1981 and he left 1984. <laughs> they were like phone number neighbors. Um, then he... He looks through the wallet, see what else is in there. Yeah, he does. And he finds a lottery ticket in there. Yeah. And then he thinks those numbers look familiar. And then he gets the envelope that she wrote on out of the bin and finds that this lottery ticket is a winner. Yeah. And not only is it a winner, it's worth $6 million. Yeah, that's what the jackpot is. That's what the jackpot on this funny number lottery. Yeah. Seems really easy to win. And there's not many different combinations. I don't know how... It was 91, one of the numbers, so there's quite a lot of numbers to pick I think it was like 10, 34, 91, something like that. Yeah, it was. And 10, 23, 91. And... It was a date. 
and just so the room starts swaying a bit. So yeah. Tepper's like, oh, what do I do? He's, he's all discombobulated. But just before he can start to process all this, the buzzer goes. Yes. His friends are starting to arrive. His first friend arrives and this is Fish. Yeah. And this is Matthew Lillard's character. And he arrives and as as always with Matthew Lillard at the early 2000s, he was chaos. Do you think old <laughs> Jeff Prost just went, yeah, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Just play every. Play the guy from Scream. Play Matthew Lillard was a fine line but in his characters in the early 2000s of whether he was annoying. And in this movie, he's quite annoying. Like, really. In fact, he's really annoying. Whatever you movie. expect, 2001, Matthew Lillard to play how this, to play this character. That's, that's exactly, exactly how he plays, how he plays it. it. Yeah, and there's a real fine line, but it, it was he was a lot. He was a lot to deal with in this movie. Um, and he was he was... As soon as Fish comes in the room, he was going to say, look, I've just found this winning lottery ticket. Mm. But they have this poker ritual um, where they all buy a lottery ticket and that's what they play for. They don't check the numbers. And the pot is six, five or six lottery tickets that could be worth millions, but they don't know because they have a pact where they don't check the lottery numbers. And Fish is, as soon as he comes in, Fish is ranting because he's walked past one of the other guys' apartments and And he he can can hear the TV. So he's pretty sure that this guy's cheating him yeah he's like quigley he's checked the numbers i know yeah. he's checked the numbers i can hear his tv on and this seems like the biggest betrayal you can do yeah. to this guy and we know that tepper's already checked the numbers so we know that he knows he's won yeah so he then starts well, backing away he, from he the has a ticket he, he has, has a, a winning ticket. ticket his ticket hasn't won no his ticket in his draw hasn't won so he starts backing away from the conversation he's like okay i'm not i can't tell fish this at this point because he's going to freak out um, but he does tell him about the wallet. He says, Fish, I've found this wallet. Yeah, what do I do? And Fish is like, well, is there anything in it? Yeah. And he's like, no. Well, there's no money in it. What, what are you bothered about? Yeah, Just don't worry about put it. Put it in the bin. Uh, then the other guys show up. So Quigley shows up, who is Ryan Reynolds' character. And then Bolan yep. is Dashmi Hook's character. Yeah. Um, and they're going to have a poker. I've put her in poker night and then I've crossed it out for poker afternoon. I'm not sure on the time. Of no, what me time neither. Because Tepper says straight away, right, we need to finish early. Because I'm taking I've my got, girl out. I've got a big I'm going night. to propose to yeah. my girlfriend. Um, Quigley's bought a load of wine because he's a wine salesman. Yeah. Despite the fact. So this is this film's 23 years old. Correct. Ryan Reynolds is 47. Yeah. Because I checked that out. So okay. Ryan Reynolds would have only been 24. I suppose you could sell wine at 24. You'd only you could sell wine at 24. You've been drinking it for three years. Yeah. But, um. Also, just before we get into it, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. I know this is a grainy-looking movie, yeah, but he doesn't really age. Do you think this is twenty? Yeah. Ryan years Reynolds ago? doesn't age at all. He's got the sort of I. Th- I wonder was this around Blade Trinity because he looks like in yeah. this he looks like he did in Blade Trinity. He's got that beard, hasn't he? That yeah, could have been yeah. Because interestingly, in the poster for this movie, he's clean shaven, right. but in the movie, okay. he's got a beard all the way through. So yeah. maybe it's around that sort of time period. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. Okay. Okay. Um, they. My next note says they all admire his ring. Yes, they do. <laughs> so he's got. He shows them the ring that he's going to propose with, and they admire it. Um, and then, just it's, as they're about to sit down to play poker, um, they get a knock at the door. I just wanted to say the, the intercom goes. Um, Bolan puts on a mix. Yes. He like makes mix CDs. Yes. Which again feels very early two thousand, <laughs> and he's got like a poker mix, but. And later on, there's like a love mix, isn't there? But all the 
all the background music is t- awful library yeah free use type music isn't it yeah they're not playing proper songs no <laughs> it's yeah that's, that's the, what we're dealing with the it. audio quality of this film is awful as well i just yeah. turn my tv up to almost double of what it's yeah. normally on just to hear what they're saying um we sounded we're talking like it's a movie from the 70s <laughs> i it's know like, it's crazy that it's only 20th century yeah <laughs> i've seen movies from this century they're fine <laughs> this one for some reason feels like it was made in the 80s um uh, the, the buzzer goes off and it's avery phillips is at the door and we might know this name because he's the guy who owns the wallet yeah he happens to buzz just at the exact moment that Tepper's trying to open a bottle of wine. And so he almost slices his finger off he when he hears yeah. the name because he doesn't want to deal with this, especially while all of his mates are there. Um, Tepper then switches his losing ticket with the one in the wallet. Yeah. Because he's thinking, no, I can just get rid of this guy straight off. Yeah, no problem. I guess so. Um, uh, and he says, uh, Avery says, Victor was my brother-in-law. Thank, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, Avery turns up at the door. Yeah. This is James Earl Jones is playing Avery. Yep. And yeah, he does. He's like, you rang my brother-in-law. Yeah, I believe you've got my wallet. What a very non-New York thing to do. Thank you very much. Blah, blah, blah. And Tepper's like, yeah, here's your wallet. Off you pop. Doesn't want to, Doesn't want him to even come through the door. But Avery says, look, can I call my wife? Because she's panicking about the credit cards. Yeah, I, I want to let her know yeah, I found the wow. wallet and I'll be back, back yeah. home. And, yeah. and he's kind of like, oh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, if you must come in, phone your wife. Uh, he doesn't get free to his wife. She doesn't answer the phone for whatever reason. And all the way through, Fish is like, it's Matthew Lillard's character. He's like going, oh, I'm the best, blah, blah, Just giving all this banter. Yeah. Anyone who walks in. So like Avery walks past and he's like, I bet I'm better at darts than all of you. Even yeah. you, old man. Yeah. And you can, see, you can see the twinkle in James Earl Jones's eyes, to be fair. He's like, oh, poker night, darts yeah. game. Might make some new friends here. Yeah. I don't want to go home to the missus. <laughs> I might play some darts with these guys. So they do. They have a game of darts to get closest to the Nearest ball. Nearest the ball, yeah. To, to, figure out who's going to go first in poker i guess and fish is already trying to manipulate it isn't it because he's trying to go last yeah so he sees what he's got to beat and and uh someone calls him out on it don't they yeah all the while tepper's trying to get this guy to piss off yeah he doesn't want avery in his house because yeah. he's just stolen six million dollars from him and he's also trying to like bandage up his thumb which yeah which is, is also bleeding bleeding everywhere. out he, all of his mates are being really loud and boisterous and it's just a very chaotic environment yeah because um, it does that a few times where the, the room starts swimming and yeah. he's, he's... Or you can hear his Matthew Lilliard just yeah. ranting all the way through it. It very much felt like this could be remade by the Safety Brothers these days. <laughs> it's that sort of vibe. But it's just to describe Tepper being disoriented. Yeah, it is. And yeah. yeah, how's he going to deal with this? Yeah. Um, so they, they start playing darts. They're, they're going to do who's closest to the ball. Everybody's terrible at darts. Yeah, really bad. Some, somebody doesn't even hit the board. And then bloody Avery steps up to the hockey. Wham. Random throw. Bram straight it couldn't be more dead centre in the ball yeah and he wins he wins a dollar off them all he does yeah so again Tepper says well well done alright see you later yeah, come on haven't you, you got a place to get to um, and all the others are like this guy's great yeah let's keep him around you keep stay him to for play a, poker. stay for a hand yeah and Tepper's like no he's got to go he's got to go and then suddenly a load of cops show up yeah in the building screaming that the building's on lockdown because there's an escape somebody in there that they're trying to find yeah everybody's got to stay in their apartments nobody can come out the old lady across the way she's really worried she pops out she's like what the hell's going on but so he tells her to stay put in her apartment and so now avery is not allowed to leave no he's in there tepper's trying he even calls down to the cops to say look can this one man go home please yeah avery's in he's in for the long run so he's staying and he's playing so they've still not played a hand of cards yet and, uh, my note says they finally start playing and I've crossed it out. Yeah. Because Bolan, Bolan starts chatting to Avery and he's like, no, you see, 
seem quite familiar. Hmm. What do you do? Where Where are you from? What do you, and with this, where we find out Avery is uh, was a fireman. Yep, retired, retired firefighter. But he's he's struggling to make ends meet. He's got a large family, grandchildren, and he's a bus driver. Yes, and. Yeah, and then we also were intercut with like the old lady wandering around, as 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 you said, and it's all a bit chaotic. Yeah, it is. Um, Avery tries to call his wife again. Um, he gets on the phone, and whilst he's on, he does actually get through to her this time. Yeah, and whilst he's on the phone to her, Tepper's trying to switch the tickets back. Yeah, he's having he's an attack of, of the guilt. Yeah, he's, so he's trying to get into Avery's coat pocket, which is hanging on the wall. In full view of everybody, yeah. he's trying to do this. It doesn't work. It's one of those movie and TV tropes, isn't it? Where this is a. a fairly large open plan apartment but if you yeah. just step off screen yeah then no one can, no see, one can or hear. see yeah it's really strange um it doesn't work so he sits they all sit down at the table and they're going to start playing and then avery tells a story about some reason he brings up the fact that his granddaughter loves Derek jeter yeah the baseball player from the early 2000s yeah. um and tepper's like oh, i've got an, an autographed card of Derek jeter do you want it yeah out of nowhere, all of his friends are like, "What the so fuck suspicious. are you talking about? Yeah. Why are you giving this guy this they card?" Were, they were like, "You love that card." And yeah. Tepper's like, "No, I don't. I'm not that bothered." I think Fish is like, "Oh, you would never give that to my daughter." And Avery's like, "You've you've found my wallet. Why are you doing?" And it's yeah. it's it, weird. Tepper's all at sea, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird it's, that yeah. he's just done this. But Avery's like, "Yeah, I'll fucking have it if you want me to have it." And then my notes say they finally start playing, which again is crossed out because they don't. No, because the cops are going door to door again. Yeah. And this is where it's Avery's turn to be sketchy because the cop knocks on the door. Robert, yep. it's Robert Forster. And Avery, just as the cop knocks on the door, Avery's like, uh, I, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But I'm taking my coat and my hat with me. Yeah. Also, don't tell that cop that yeah. I'm in the bathroom. It's very suspicious. So Robert Forster comes to the door. They let him in. And as soon as they let him in, Tepper's like, this might be my chance here. Yeah. So he just points at the bathroom door because this guy's, this cop's looking for somebody. Yeah. They don't know it's not Avery. It no, could exactly. be anybody. Yeah. So Tepper kind of points to the bathroom door and the cop's like, oh, okay, something's going on here. So he shouts at the bathroom door. Nobody opens it. Um, and then, so he breaks the bathroom door open or he opens the bathroom door yeah. and he finds Avery standing in the bathtub behind the, behind the shower curtain, which is suspicious. 100%. So this cop drags him out, puts him up against the wall, goes through his wallet. There's no idea in his wallet. We already know this. Yeah. That's weird. He says, oh, there was, there should be idea in my yeah, wallet. Yeah, he said That's I had strange. a photo ID in that. Yeah, but it's not there. So then they tell him the story of Tepper finding his wallet early and that's why he's here. Uh, but he isn't the guy that the cops are looking for. Well, well the cops says, well, why are you hiding? Yeah. And, I, and Tepper says, well, I've got, I've got parking tickets. Yeah. And I'm a bus driver and that's bad. Yeah. And so the cop brings it in. He yeah, says, he he, I want to do a background check on Avery Phillips. And, uh, and they have this conversation. He's like, okay, you're a bus driver. Yeah. You, and he says, I'm disputing them. I don't think they're fair. Uh, and But the cop says, well, there is a warrant on you. Yeah. You could lose your job. Yeah. I could call this in and you'd, you'd lose your job. And, and But he lets him off. He does. Yeah. Because it's not who they're looking for. And yeah. they're, they're so preoccupied with whoever they're looking for. Um, so they do. They let him go. The cop he, just says, you've all got to stay here. Yeah. You, can't, you still can't go anywhere. Yeah. But you, you're not going to get arrested. So Tepper now has to apologise yeah. for shopping Avery for yeah. hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> but, yeah, but he's he's got a point. It was suspicious. And his mates back him up. They yeah, say, they do, look, yeah. we, look don't, we don't know you. Yeah, that was weird that it you did that. It was weird you did that. Um, so. But they still haven't played any poker. I've just got that in my notes. No, and they're about to. But then Dolan remembers where he knows yeah. Avery from. He says, "I my dad ran a summer camp. Yes. And you used to come and... 
do a talk. Do safety talk. Because you're a hero. You saved, yeah. you saved his wife with his leg or something. Yeah, fire safety. and Yeah. Yeah, you pulled your wife out of a burning building and... I'm he, sure he said, with your leg. And I was like... <laughs> no, I think he hurt what? his leg and that's why he had to I leave I thought you said he saved thing. his wife with his leg. <laughs> I was like, that's impressive. And this is what Avery says, yeah, that's right. And I, my pension's not what you thought it, it would be. So I'm having to drive a bus to make ends meet. Yes. So then they sit down to play some poker. Yeah. <laughs> maybe and this is where Fish explains look we play for lottery tickets do you have a lottery ticket says to Avery Avery's yeah. like yep there's one in my wallet we play for lottery tickets last man standing takes all the tickets if you win yeah. that's yours um, then Tepper says I haven't brought a ticket yeah I don't have a ticket I'm sorry I completely forgot to buy a ticket and Fish is like oh ah, what, what? this is the worst thing that could happen we buy one every week how yeah. could you forget to buy one yeah. you're ruining the game and then Avery says check his top pocket yeah so, because he, he does have one, and it is in his top pocket. How Avery knew this, I he, don't well, know. he must he have clocked, clocked it earlier. Yeah. When he... But he properly calls this guy out, who's this nice guy who's helped him, um, who just shopped him for standing in the bath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. Um, and Avery's like, "Look, I've brought it for my girlfriend." Um, Tepper. We, uh, Tepper, sorry, yeah. I brought it for my girlfriend. It's uh, going it's, with the proposal. It's going with the proposal yeah. tonight. Um, and but eventually they talk him into playing this game yeah they all tell him basically you're being weird yeah, you're being weird you're you've got to play you've... you've brought a ticket you've got to play for it bros or hoes that sort of thing yeah then fish makes them all swear that they don't check they haven't checked the numbers if you know the numbers you can't be in the game and they all go one by one swear that they haven't seen the numbers and so they don't know if these tickets are winners or not so the ticket the winning ticket that we know is a winning ticket that was avery's that tap has got hold of he puts it in the table yeah. And it's just interesting because it's now covered in blood. Yeah. So they know that that's <laughs> and, Tepper's ticket. Yeah. And Avery it. even says, no mistake in which one's yours. Yeah. Um, and then they, <laughs> written again, they finally start playing poker, but they don't. Um, Fish then start. he decides, right, we're doing a load of truths tonight. So he reveals all of their tells. Yeah. So he's like, quickly, he's got a tell. Uh, he spins something in his hand if he's got a Yeah, he fiddles hand. with whatever he's got um, in his hand. Bolin's got a a tell because he, he taps, taps his, his feet when he's got a bad hand um so then he says he's still working on tappers he's not sure what it is yeah he's not sure what it is he's like a silent assassin type of guy these guys don't appear to like each other i, I don't know why they're it friends ve- it's it, i think that's a problem with the script though it just it veers from we're bros we're busting chops to yeah. actual real cutting it had a, a Buddy Gabe's vibe of like, these are all friends that have been friends forever, yeah. but don't actually like each other. Like Fish and uh, Quigley. Fish hates Quigley. Yeah, yeah, they hated each other. Yeah. But, yeah. but everyone liked Dolan because he was like the nice... They kind of all underestimated him really, didn't yeah. they? So then they do start playing poker. This happens now. And one another rule that they have that Fish explains is that if you get up from the table for any reason, yeah. you're out of the game. Yeah. You forfeit the game. You are not allowed to leave the table. And then they start playing. They do a couple of hands. And then Bolin's like, "Can you? what's that smell? I can smell it. It smells like cat piss. Yeah. It's weird. It stinks. You know? It stinks now. And he starts putting his shirt over his face. He's like, that's, it fucking stinks. And he says uh, it so much that he convinces quickly that it does stink of cat piss. Well, first, I think first, Bolin is eliminated. He's yeah. the first one to yeah, fold. Yeah, he, he folds. He's out of that particular hand. Um, so yeah, that leaves, leaves the four of them. Yeah. But yeah, he keeps talking about how this apartment stinks stinks and so quickly's like right i'm gonna get up and open a window yeah so he gets stink. up and open a window and they're all instantly and they're all like, ah, you're, ah, out, you're out. out and bonus like it doesn't stink a cat piss in here i've just implanted that in your brain yeah. like some sort of psychic and 
Quigley's annoyed about that. He's so that out. That starts but... a whole argument. Yeah, it does. But he's he is out, and he, he finally accepts it. He's like, okay, fine, yeah. I'm out. Um, so you've got yeah, Tepper, Fish, and Avery still, still paying the for these tickets. Um, Quigley then decides he's going to become a peeping tom. Yeah, because he he finds some binoculars and he starts looking out the window across at the other apartments, and he he sees some girls that are getting changed, and one of them's almost naked, but she's definitely over eighteen. I like how he actually pointed that out. Um, so he's looking at it and he's explaining to the others what he can see. And he's trying to get Fish to stand up, I think. Yeah. And Bolan comes over and he has a look and they're, they're like, yeah, there's, there's some naked girls out here. Um, but Fish isn't interested that we're still in the game. Tepper then makes his finger a lot worse. Yeah, he's, he, he, he scratches it on scratches a chair. it down the side of the chair. Opens up the wound again and it's pouring blood out now. Um, and he says, look, and, F- and Fish says, look, you've got to get up and get that cleaned out because it's disgusting. I will allow you to leave the table to do that. Which then starts another argument because... because well, Quig- yeah, because Tepper Quig- gets up. Quigley and Bolan are like, whoa, whoa. No, what? Avery does it. Oh, Avery oh, says... Oh, no, you're right, yeah. Uh, Avery Tepper says- gets up from the table and Avery's like, I assume you're out now. And Fish kicks off because Fish is like, no, I told him he could stand up. I'm in charge. I'm the pit boss. So then he's like, oh, who, oh, who, who put you in charge? Yeah. But then Fish gets up and gets right in Avery's face. And I'm like, well, he's out as well now because he's got up. But nobody else seemed to notice that. Um, so Bone presses to rip all the tickets up. Yeah, like this is not working tonight. Yeah, there, none of us are in the right headspace for it. Call so it all he threatens to rip it up. Tepper stops him at the last minute. Um, and Bolin, so Bolin then goes like, "Right, I'm an independent here. I'm out of the game already. I will make the decision. Is everybody okay with that?" Yeah, and then they all they, they all agree. agree to Avery, abide by his Avery agrees, and he allows Tepper to stay in the game. Yeah, so it's still the after he's sorted his finger out, because he goes into the bathroom to clean up. Um, and whilst he's in the bathroom, he he rigs the deck. I didn't quite catch what he was doing. There's another pack of cards because it's referenced earlier. Yeah, and he's he's basically got it whether he's got it in his pocket or whatever. But he's he, I think he, he takes, snatched it off the table with his towel that he was soaping the blood up with. He basically takes an extra couple of aces and yeah. puts them in his his, his actual hand, not his hand of cards. Yes, uh, but whilst he's doing it, he accidentally drops a card on the bathroom floor and doesn't notice. Yeah, and he goes. Goes out the bathroom. But in the meantime, Boland's telling this weird, deep story that I didn't really understand. Oh, about him and his wife struggling to get pregnant. Yeah, and, that was yeah. just time for that. Yeah. Um, he goes back to the game and they start playing again. Just as, as Tepper's coming out of the bathroom, yeah. Quigley goes in. Yes. So. And we see him stand on this card yeah. that Avery uh, Tepper had dropped on the floor. It was five of clubs. Uh, it was, indeed. Um, we get back to the game. We see the hands that Tepper and Avery both have. And basically, Fish is out. He doesn't win the hand. Avery reveals his hand. And he has an ace of diamonds in his hand, yeah. which is part of his winning hand. And He's, Ave- got, two ace- he's got two aces. Yeah, one yeah. of them is the ace one of diamonds. One of them is the ace of diamonds. Tepper, meanwhile, has got three aces. One but of one of them is the ace of diamonds. diamonds. Because he's cheated these cards. So... He can't obviously can't show that because it will show that he's cheating. He also has this five of clubs, which tep- uh, which we know quickly had stood on in the bathroom, so has managed to get back in the deck somehow. So at this point, I think this is the point where we realise Quigley's in on what's going on here, or he's trying to understand what's going on here. Yeah. Um, Tepper does show his hand, reveals that he's got three aces. No, he, he shows he's got two. Yeah. And, and then, then he's he like pulls the top of the third one out. Yeah. But only shows that it's a red ace. Doesn't show that yeah. it's a diamond. Which was quite clever. Yeah, but given how much these guys don't trust each other yeah. on other stuff, 
Yeah. I was like, mm, not sure that would have worked. Agreed. But I'll, I'll give it a pass <laughs> for the dramatic uh, yeah. purposes. Avery then reveals his hand, but not a poker hand. Because he says, just in a passing conversation, that he always plays a lottery. He plays it every week. He's played it for 10 years. And he always buys the same ticket from the same guy in the same shop. Yeah. And he always plays the same numbers. Has done, all, has has done, done for, for 10 years. 10 years. So at this point, we know that Avery knows what's and, going on. And he's letting Tepper know that he knows. Knows, yes. But without anybody else knowing. Yeah. But also quickly figuring it out at the yeah. same time. Um, then the old lady knocks on the door while this is all going on. Because she's she's asking if the police will have searched the basement because the the maintenance guy doesn't even ever go in the basement. Yeah. So does the police know it's there. There's a lot going on again. It's 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 all swimming in Tepper's head again. Yeah. There's a, he realises now that Avery he's knows that made. he knows and yeah, he knows he's been he's, made. What's his it's, next move? Everybody's fish is still shouting his ass off because he always does. This old lady's wittering on. Um, and so Tepper says, put a sock in it, old woman. Yeah. Which scares her. And then he jumps up off the table. He's like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to scare you like that. Everyone else is looking Everybody's like, like so disgusted with him. Yeah. yeah. Look at it. goes around, It's one of the these camera lady. pans around the table of everybody's disappointed face. Um, and he and it's, a, it's quite a ham-fisted way to do it, but I guess it's trying to say this guy is now acting out of character yes, and he's, they're starting to notice. Yeah, something weird's going on with this guy. He apologises, he gives her a hug. She does forgive him. She leaves and she does look disapprovingly at him as she closes her own apartment door. Um, we're down. To, Fish went out in the last hand. We're down to two people. We're down to Tepper and Avery. Tepper's got a flush. But... Is this the point where Quigley sort of steps in as the dealer? Yes. And this is the point where he must have slipped that five back into the deck. He, yeah. he slips, he rigs the, he basically he rigs the deck. Yeah. yeah. So the Tepper wins. Yeah. So Tepper gets a flush of clubs and he wins the hand, but he, he folds his hand. Yeah. Because he says, no. After Avery's got two pairs. Puts yeah, them Avery down. reveals his hand. Tepper's like, oh, I can't be that. Puts yeah, his hand down. Quigley and Bolan both know that he's got a flush because Bolan was standing behind yeah. him. Quigley knows he's doubting one. So he's like, no, you've won. Here's your hand. Bolan turns it over for him. For went, him no, you've it. won. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then they're like, right, cool. This is what we always do. Call yeah. the lottery Call the lottery line. numbers. Find out what the numbers were. So Tepper rings the number. It, it just gives you, the, it's a, like a pre- Yeah, automated. Pretty automated call. This gives him the three are. numbers. And, and he says, no, no winners. End of story. Um, then the cop comes back. Yeah, he's like, good news. You're free to go. We've found the vagrant. Yeah, whoever or, we were looking for. Or uh, felon stuck yep. in the garbage chute. Upside down. That's <laughs> first, he says. Um, so you're free to leave. You can go if you want to go. Boland takes very quick advantage of this. Yeah, packs his like, stuff up and goes. He but he leaves, leaves. he leaves a mix CD. He does. on the By the stereo for Carla and Tepper. Yes, which is like romantic songs. Yeah, it's nice. Um, nice present. But he leaves and we never see him again. That's the end of him in this movie. Tepper drops the winning lottery ticket into Avery's pocket yep. before he's about to leave. Avery's about to get up from the table. And then Quigley, Ryan Reynolds' character, nails him round the head with a bottle of wine. It was good, wasn't it? It was, it was a Maybe, lovely I, I didn't see it coming. No. And I was like, oh, it, okay. It's, it's how he goes over. It was good for him because after Bowen leaves, Quigley walks over to the door. Yeah. Like he's going to follow him out and he locks it. And I was like, why has he done that? Mm-hmm. And he just glasses the shit does, out he of. Bash, he does. Doesn't James smash Earl the bottle, he just clubs him around the head with it. Deadpool glasses Darth Vader. <laughs> um, and then we, and f- Fish we know is, that he's. To be fair, Matthew Lilliard does a bit of acting. Yeah, he does. Because he's like. 
He's oblivious to all that's been going on. He has on, no he's clue. So he's, caught up yeah. in him just being Matthew. He's Lillard. like, why is Quigley just brained this yeah. old dude? So he's sh- he's shook. Yeah. Um, he is shook. Tepper is shook, but obviously realizes what's, what's going, going on. on. And we now know that Quigley's figured this out, and he he reveals straight away. He's like, I yeah, know I we've got I a winning lottery ticket here. I rigged that hand for you to win because I know there's a winning ticket yeah. there. I don't know how you know, but I know there is one. And he wants to kill Avery. He's like, we need to finish this guy off. So we've got this. So how did he work? Out? He'd worked how it was a winning ticket because he worked out what Avery's numbers were. Yes, from his daughter. From because it was birthday. his granddaughter's birthday. Because they'd been talking about. Because Quigley's got a daughter as well, so they'd been talking about birthdays. I think he he realised that Tepper was acting really weirdly as well. Yeah. So and he he I think he just took a punt. Yeah. Was like, so he'd he'd worked he'd basically worked out that Tepper had swapped the tickets hmm. because he'd he'd worked out what. Uh, Avery's numbers were. He then worked out. Fucking hell, Tepper's acting really weird. Yeah. Hold on. Have we got a winning lottery? Yeah. It's exactly what he done. And he took a punt on killing this guy just in case he was punt was. And right. he's raving now. He's just. He's yeah. Reynolds is right. Reynolds dancing is around the room, now. going, ah, well, I think we've got a winner. What we can split it? What we can yeah. do? I have to do it. I had no choice. I've got. To, we've got to take care of this guy. I don't mind. I'll finish him off. Yeah. I was literally going to kill this guy. Yeah. Just as all this is going on, it's all chaos again. The intercom in the house goes off, and it's the girlfriend, Carla, Carla downstairs. It's like, come on, let me in. I'm uh, ready for our date. And all three of them look at each other like, we can't let her in here. Yeah. A, there's a dog. Man Fish actually says, in. "You, it's cannot not her fair on her. She <laughs> yeah. can't. She can't be involved can't in bring this. Bring her into this. Yeah. So they her. just ignore her. Yeah. And this bit was unintentionally made me laugh because yeah, she same. she has a whole conversation ostensibly to herself because they're ignoring her yeah where she, it starts off and carla's saying oh, i love you so much i've been so excited about tonight yeah. we've been together for so long you're the love of my life and then two in this two minutes later if that in this monologue she breaks up with him yeah she does <laughs> you're not listening to me why are you ignoring me yeah proper random i was like that's not our real person <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't she's like, i don't care if the guys are still there and then he just ignores her and then she's like okay well i think we're done then yeah and just, he might not have been in for all she knew. And then we see her out of the window just walking away. It was very just because it's convenient. Yeah, it was. Quickly then reveals to Fish that Tepper had cheated him earlier in the he night. He says, I've worked out his tell. Yes. When he's lying, he looks people right in the eye. Hmm. And, he, and he knew about the diamonds as well somehow. Yeah. And he said he cheated you with three diamonds. He said, I, caught, I, saw, I saw him with the extra ace. I, I, I've watched it. I'm not as stupid as you think I am. Yeah. Then Avery pipes up, because he's now sitting on a chair. He's got his head's pouring of blood. Well, he's presumably fearing for his life. Yes. He pipes up and is like, look, I'll split it with you guys. Yeah. That, this will sort it all out. I'll split it. And Quigley and Fish are like, oh, okay, that solves everything. No problem. We'll just split it. Yeah. I'm happy with that. It's What's that? More than a million each. A million and a half each between yeah. four of them. Tepper's like, we're not splitting it. It's his. It's Avery's ticket. We have no claim to it. It's his ticket. He's walking out of here tonight with that ticket. Also, in, what we didn't mention is in the furore of the glass to the head, yeah. Tepper kind of rang the cops, but we weren't oh, sure yeah, whether yeah. it got through or not. He rang 911 to yeah. say somebody's been But he brained. did blurt out the address. He did, yeah. Um, just as Tepper's putting his foot down to his mate saying, look, no, this isn't happening. We're not taking this guy's money. Guess who knocks on the door again? The cop. Rapid Foster's knocks on the door again. He's like, I was part. I only just got into the car. I literally just, I was just driving over what the bridge. The fuck to are you guys playing? What's at? going on? And then he sees Avery bleeding. Yeah, and he's like, What's happened to you? And Avery's like, Oh, we were just horse playing around. Don't worry yeah. about it. And 
Fish is like, um, Quigley's like, I called the 911. I thought this guy was really hurt, but he's fine. You can yeah. you can go if you want. And then Tepper says... And he buys it. The cop's about to leave. Yeah. And then Tepper says, I think I've broken the law. Yeah. Which is going to pique a cop's interest. And he, he basically tells the cop everything. He's like, this lottery ticket is a winning lottery ticket. It belongs to this guy. It doesn't belong to these two I guys. found it in his wallet. I found it in his wallet. Can you make sure that this guy gets home safely tonight with this lottery ticket? And the cop's like, hell yeah, I can. <laughs> Puts it in his pocket and he says... And he was, yeah, but then he goes, are you telling me that you took that guy's lottery ticket? Yeah. And Avery's like, no, there's no crime here. It's fine. Yeah. And the cop's like... <sighs> I'm going to have to do loads of paperwork. Yeah. You're, you've you've stolen this from yeah. me. And he's like, and this was a nice wrinkle now, yeah. Because the cop basically basically says, "I've now got to process this. Yeah, this is evidence. Yeah, what I will do for you." He basically said, "I can't, I can't let Avery have this ticket. It is evidence. I will do all the paperwork. I will mark it for his attention Monday morning. Yeah, come and collect it. Yeah, from the station." And then they call the cop out and they go, how do we know you're not just going to pocket that? Yeah. And the cop basically says, you don't. There was a really nice line from Matthew Lilliard. Because he, he, instead of saying, do you think I'm an idiot? He went, do you think I've got 10 inches? <laughs> and Robert Foster just turns around and goes, are you bragging or calling me a liar? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's a great line. I really like. I really enjoyed that. Um, and Robert Foster's character leaves with the ticket. Yeah. It's gone. The ticket's gone. So then Fish puts his beanie on. He's like, okay, well, that's the end of that. I'm not going to get any of this money. He asked, Te- no, he it. asked Tepper, did you give, did you yeah. really give him the winning ticket? Did you just give a New York cop a $6 million yeah. lottery ticket? And Tepper's like, Tepper says, I did the right thing. Yeah. And then Fish is like, I'm out. So he leaves. Fine. He's I'm gone. gone. We'll never see him again. Quigley then leaves as well with no words. He yeah. is silent. He just walks out the door. Um, And so it's just, we just left with Tepper and Avery and he, Tepper passes Avery his coat and his hat and then he puts the winning lottery ticket on the table in front of him. Yeah. Because he's given the cop the not winning lottery ticket, which I think would be quite easy to find out yeah. from the cop. Um, and Avery, James Earl Jones, this is his famous James Earl Jones laugh. Yeah, he does. He gets all happy and excited, starts laughing. He's excited. He's going to he's gonna be a multi-millionaire. He's all excited. And he leaves. I think he says, call your girlfriend. Yeah, call your girlfriend. Sort that out. Yeah, Fish says that to him. Fish leaves oh, his mobile it? phone yeah. with him, doesn't he? he says, oh, he oh, does, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the this landline phone's been ripped out of the yeah. wall. So Fish says, call Carla. Gloria? Carla. Carla. The two. Sort it out. That's, that's implying we're still waiting. Yeah. I'm going to come back for my phone yeah. at some point. Um, and then Avery says the same thing. Avery leaves. He's all happy. Yeah. So he, he literally left. dances out the door. Yep. Tap, he do, literally does. Tepper then calls his girlfriend. He finds the mix CD. He does. Starts playing it on the phone, phone at her. Tells her he loves... It's a voicemail. She's not there. But he tells her he loves her. We know she's not there because she's literally only left two minutes ago. Tells her he loves her and hopes it's not too late. And then as he puts the phone down, there's a knock at his door. Yeah. Oh, Carla's back. Yeah. Oh, happy. Yeah. And then when he gets there, there's an old guy at the door. And he says, I understand you found my wallet. My name is Avery. Yeah, he's got a photo ID. He's got a photo ID of a bus driver. And then the film ends. And then the film ends. And I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? (laughs) Who was James Earl Jones? Who was James Earl Jones? And how did he know everything? (laughs) Do you have an explanation for me, Nick? I can make one up. Who the fuck James Earl Jones was? I can make one up. Go on. Maybe he was Victor. Maybe. 
Maybe. He has to be Victor, don't right? No, he doesn't have to be. He could be. How? Victor's the only person who knows yeah, that Tepper's got the is, wallet. Maybe it was Victor. It yeah. has to be, doesn't he? Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. But how did he know? I'm really confused by it. I think he has to be Victor. He does have to be Victor, but how does he know? There's... Why does he come for the wallet? Because he knows the numbers. He how knows though? the numbers that Avery... Because yeah, if he's Avery's brother-in-law, he knows the numbers he plays. So we think he genuinely... There's only played. three numbers. But then how does this guy who turns up at the end, who's Avery, how does he know that he's got... Maybe he's been to Victor's and he's listened to the same message. Oh, I'm so making it up. But <laughs> you, 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 it doesn't make any sense. No. That's my point. The, the twist, twist is done the for end. a twist. The twist is done for yeah. twist's sake and it makes no sense whatsoever. What do you think of this movie? I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's pure chaos. Yeah. It's it's annoying to watch at points because Matthew Lillard's really annoying in it. And I like Matthew Lillard. I think he's great. But he's annoying in this movie. But overall, I think it's okay. What did you think of it? I thought You're it was, looking at me like I'm a crazy person. No, no, I thought it was really of its time. Oh, God, yeah. And yeah, it hasn't aged well. A, a real sort of snapshot of... <laughs> 2001. What I will say is, before I get into what I thought of it, if I'd have watched this in 2001, yeah. when I was late teens, early 20s... Early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if this had come on late at night... Like, yeah, or when I'm at uni or something, and I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's early hours of the morning, late at night. I'd have watched it and gone, fucking hell, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting anything yeah. from it. It was a there was a slew of movies back then of lottery movies, wasn't there? There was, there was the one Cage did as well, wasn't there? Yeah, that was that was midnight. Yeah, yeah was it? it could happen okay. to you. Yeah. So was... If I'd have watched it back then, I'd have I could I think I'd have watched this a few times over and I'd be yeah. like. That's a, that's a nice little hidden gem. It's watching it's, it now. It's dated quite badly. It's like it's a very different lens to view it in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I'd still say it was a nice surprise. Yeah, and w- it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and it's. I I even found an a a, a post from. So I was like, what is. What can I find on this movie after watching it? Yeah. Because I was like, obviously James Earl Jones is a big deal. Yeah. In 2001, Matthew Lillia was pretty much... Pretty One of the most famous deal. people in the world, yeah. So yeah. was Ryan Reynolds. But that well, was when he was building up his... Yeah. He, he was, was like the rom-com comedy guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Stuff and, and, and he I was didn't like, Wilder by that point. No, that was the year after. Oh, was it? Okay. So, so it was pre... It was early Ryan Reynolds. But he'd done his... He was in a sitcom, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. That. Um, I was, there's nothing out there on this movie. No. Do you know what I did find? I found a, a post from someone, a, a, just a normal person, who had met Matthew Lilliard at a convention. Okay. And got him to sign some something from a lesser-known movie he'd done. Yeah. And apparently Matthew Lilliard said to him, oh, I don't get to sign many of these. This movie's hard to find. And then he said to him, finder's fee. That's another one I did. You'll never find that anywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. And this, this, and that's this is literally the only story I could find on this about this movie, no, apart from the odd review from twenty years ago. If you look on IMDb, the release date of IMDb tells you October twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty three. Yeah. Because that's when it came out on DVD. Yeah. I wonder if it's got. S- it was. A, it had a limit. It had a straight DVD release in, in two thousand and one. Yeah. I wonder if it got mixed up in nine eleven somewhere. Because it's 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 a really interesting snapshot of New York pre nine eleven as well. Cause it's literally just before. 
It makes you wonder if Roberts Forster's character survived 9-11. <laughs> but um, this is, as a sort of, it's this weird mix of people and essentially it all happens in one room. Yeah, yeah, it's, it feels like a stage play in place. The script's not great. No, it's, it's not. clunky. The acting's up and down. But there's the concept's all right. There's nobody likable in it, is there? No, no, none of the characters are likable. That is an issue. You don't really care who comes out on top. No, do you, you don't. Even Avery's he's weird at parts. He's weird at parts because he he's up to something because he hides from that cop. Yeah. So he's not just a guy who's turned up to pick up a wallet. Well, and when he's on the phone to his wife, he's he's literally looking through the kitchen drawers, kitchen drawers. and stuff. So, it but just... he's not the guy the cop was looking for. No. But he's also, he can't just be the guy who's come to pick up the wallet because he's up to something. He's hiding from the but police. But this movie's not quite skilled enough to no. balance it all out. It isn't. But there's a, there's a, there's a decent <laughs> concept here that is, it is nonsense. And by, I had fun watching it. Yeah, I, was, I, did. I was really intrigued to see where it was going. And, and it doesn't nail the premise, but it's, it's a weird snapshot to see all these, these famous people a lot earlier on. And, yeah. And I, I will say, James Earl Jones is really good in it. Yeah, he is. Like, he's great. He's perfect for that role. Yeah. He's another one who's never changed, has he? He's still... He's always been James Earl Jones at he's that age. Going. He's still going now, yeah. Yeah, 93 now. Yeah. Wow. This Crazy. is a... Would I recommend... I don't know if I'd recommend it, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what for what it is, I enjoyed it. I agree. I don't think you can recommend it because of how bad it is. They age... It hasn't, it hasn't aged, aged terribly. Well. It's aged terribly. There's movies from 2001. Look absolutely fine. Yeah. This movie looks like it was shot on a potato. It's not even in widescreen. No. <laughs> it's, in this... it's fuzzy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's fuzzy and grainy and the audio out awful. of focus. Yeah, some points. The audio, it feels like they're just talking into a camera. There's no there's no sound mix done anywhere. This, the music that she said is all library stock music. It's terrible. It's chaotic. There's people shouting over each other all the time. You can't understand what the hell's going on. But having said all but, that, there's something in it. There's, there's something, something here, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, you're right, there is. And, and this, I'm really happy that we've done this movie because this is the sort of thing where, like, this isn't a good movie, but there's just there's, there's something about it that's mm. interesting and it kept me... Is that because we've not done a movie like this before? Is it because we've not touched this time period before? Is it just... Are you enjoying this more because it's something different? Maybe it to took us back do. a bit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's, but I, there was something there that I was like, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I agree. There, there is something there. And I can't put my finger on what it is, but there is. It's maybe just the quality of the cast, and they're not all great in it. But we know that they're all great actors, or yeah. most of them are. And the script lets it down. Maybe, it's so maybe, weird maybe that... it's the novelty of having. We're watching a Ryan Reynolds movie on bottom of the screen. Yeah, I don't know. It's a pretty famous maybe. Ryan Reynolds. It's movie. so weird that it's just written by the guy who hosts Survivor. Yes, and that's directed odd. by the guy who hosts Survivor. Yeah. And he's never done anything like this before or since. Yeah. That's it's like we said at the beginning. It's a weird little curio. It's yeah. it's a strange movie that just exists. But I think it's quite memorable. Yeah, I agree. Not necessarily for all the good reasons, but it's this is one that I'll go. Yeah, that's weird. That was a weird <laughs> movie. Yeah, it's weird that this exists. What's the best thing about it? I think it's James Earl Jones. Oh, I think it is James Earl Jones. He kind of he's a class it. above, isn't he? He steals it, doesn't he? Yeah. Completely. What would you change about it? I I've got to take that ending away. I'm sorry. You'd take it away? Yes. You don't think it adds anything? Or at least add something into the movie. It doesn't add anything, no, because it doesn't make any sense. It 
you've either got to add something into the movie that explains it. We should see James Even, Earl Jones walking away laughing because it's got that old thing of yeah. where like, how did they not see each other in the... Yeah, there's that as well. In the hallway. Who the fuck was he? <laughs> That's what I want to know. And how the fuck did he know what was going on? I think it needed... You could. There's, there's one line in there that can explain it. I don't know what that line is, but there's something in there you need one line from somebody somewhere that explains the ending. It's easy to drop. Even if... What if he's back out on the street and, and he gets on a bus yeah. and the bus the bus driver goes, all right, Victor. Yeah, something like know. that. <laughs> Even if Robert Forster doesn't come in and say, we've caught the bad guy. Oh, so he's the he, ba- he's the actual bad guy. Maybe. And now is he related to the wallet? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But it works. makes a bit more sense yeah. because you, the piece of police are looking for somebody. This guy's a weird guy. We don't have to explain it any further than that, but it yeah. makes a little bit more sense. And then you maybe drop another line in of how he knows where the wallet is. Mm. Maybe he's seen, maybe he's seen him buy the ticket and recognizes the numbers. I don't know. There needs to be something there, or you've got to take it away completely. Yeah, it, yeah. it's nonsense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't close the circle, does it? No, it makes no sense. That ending makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. So you've either got to do that. You've either got to explain it or take it. Yeah, because I've totally made up in my mind that yeah. he's Victor. Yeah. There's, there's nothing to. But even that, I don't think that. that even stacks up. No, it probably doesn't. No, I've, I've literally just come up with it while we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stream table. Sure. I'm going to read through what we've got currently. Okay. Currently, number six is Riptide. Number five is Hard Feelings. Number four is Hypnotic. Number three is Bubble. Number two is The Girl in the Yellow Jumper. And currently, number one is The Call. Where's this one going, Nick? Oh, it's a really simple question for me. Go on. Uh, which side of Bubble does it go? Above it. Do you know what? That's my first reaction <laughs> as well. And I think it's probably going to annoy a lot of people. I think it is, but... Is it a better movie than Bubble? No. Is it? <laughs> is it? God. Did I enjoyed it loads more than Bubble? The same, loads more. Bubble is looks like a billion times better than this movie, but this is much more for me. I'm gonna remember this movie more. This is our stream table. For me, this is a movie that I would watch rather than Bubble. This is a bottom of the stream movie. Yes, but it's a, this has got a lot of essence of why this podcast is here. <laughs> it is, yeah. Because maybe can, that's why nobody I... else in the world is comparing Bubble to a 2001 Ryan Reynolds movie. <laughs> but that's that Ryan Reynolds has probably forgotten he's done. Hundred percent. If I ever met Ryan Reynolds, movie. the only thing I'm asking him about is this movie. Yeah. Do I you don't remember give making a shit about any of his other stuff that he's done. I imagine or that football. What team. is that here? Two weeks work in one set. Yeah. There's no way he remembers making this movie. <laughs> it just doesn't. Remember making that movie with the guy from Survivor <laughs> and Matthew Lillard. Third? Yeah. It's got to go third, hasn't it? It's, it isn't any... It's nowhere near as good as The Girl in the Yellow... We've still got that golf there, but we're filling it in a little bit. Yeah. It's nowhere near as The Girl in the Yellow Jumper. But it's better. It's better than Bubble. I'm saying it. It's a better movie. <laughs> Done. I've said it. Locked in. Locked in. Right. We need another one. We do. Shall we pick next week's movie? Yes. What do you want? Still action like that movie. action movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we see if Robin will give you an action movie? Yeah, sure. He has picked as a movie called Sundogs. Okay. Any ideas what Sundogs is? None whatsoever. Okay, let me just find it on IMDb. Pair with. Oh, it's from 2017, so a li- also a little while ago, but a bit closer now. Do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. It says a young man determined to be a military hero ends upon a misguided adventure with his family and new friend Tally 
which leads him to the most unlikely realisation of how he can courageously save lives. Okay. <laughs> Sounds ominous. It's currently rated at 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. That's quite high. That is quite high. Ed O'Neill's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. And Exhibit. How brilliant. <laughs> Just going through the you, which we had So, Ludacris has been in a movie we've done this True. show before. He, was at, he, he performed at the Super Bowl. He did. He did indeed. Yeah. Cool. Good. So, yeah, go out and watch um, Sundogs. It's a comedy drama, apparently. I will. Go out, you have to. <laughs> These people don't, but they, it'd be nice <laughs> if they did. Uh, go out and watch Sundogs. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at BOTS underscore podcast. Not Twitter. I don't know why I said it. Um, if you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Pack of playing cards. Pack of playing cards. <laughs> After you've done that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for £5 every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. You will get a wild card, which means you can come in, pick a movie, We'll watch it. We'll do an episode on it. And if you pick the best one of the season, you'll win a prize. After you've done all of that, head over to Discord. The Discord is a wonderful group full of wonderful people who will talk to you about anything. We've got some big plans coming up in the Discord in the next few months. Loads of cool stuff. We do watch-alongs. We play games. Loads of stuff's going on in the Discord. Come and join us. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a rating and a review anywhere you can rate and review podcasts. It really helps. It helps spread the word about this show and gets us in more people's ears and in front of their eyes. What that means is we can make more friends and that's what this is all about. It is indeed. You can do that anywhere you find your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Podbean, all the big ones, all the small ones, all the ones in between. Come and find us. Absolutely. And if you know anybody you think might like us, tell them as well. Just Yeah. Tell them it. to come and find us. Um, and yeah, when you've done all of that, go out and watch Sundogs. It's on Netflix. And we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for the movie show. Cheers. Goodbye.